Today's devotion comes from uh, Luke chapter 13, verse 31, and we will uh, move into chapter 14, verse 6. At that very hour, some Pharisees came and said to him, Get away from here, for Herod wants to kill you. He said to them, Go and tell that fox for me. Listen, I am casting out demons and performing cures today and tomorrow, and on the third day I finish my work. Yet today and tomorrow and the next day I must be on my way, because it is impossible for a prophet to be killed outside of Jerusalem. Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the city that kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to it. How often have I desired to gather your children together as a hen gathers her brood under her wings, and you were not willing. See, your house is left to you. And I tell you, you will not see me until the time comes when you say, Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. On one occasion, when Jesus was going to the house of a leader of the Pharisees to eat a meal on the Sabbath, they were watching him closely. Just then, in front of him, there was a man who had dropsy. And Jesus asked the lawyers and the Pharisees, Is it lawful to cure people? on the Sabbath or not. But they were silent. So Jesus took him and healed him and sent him away. Then he said to them, If one of you has a child or an ox that has fallen into a well, will you not immediately pull it out on the Sabbath day? And they could not reply to this. Well, we begin today with the lament. Jesus laments for Jerusalem as he receives a warning of a threat from Herod Antipas. Jesus was being obedient to God's will, for he must go on his way to Jerusalem. Whether there are threats for him in Galilee to deal with or not, that makes no difference. His mission is clear. Now, if the Pharisees were sincere in their warning of Jesus, this would be a pleasant surprise. However, it is only some Pharisees, and even then it is difficult to believe that there was actually a group who cared for Jesus and wanted to protect him, since they spend most of their time plotting against him. They offer their counsel, yet Jesus refuses to accept their counsel. He is clear about his mission, and his mission is from God, and it will be revealed on God's timeline. God has called him to move to Jerusalem. He will not reveal it on anyone else's timeline. He will not be distracted. Jesus moves on because he must preach and teach and heal and cast out demons from people in other cities and villages. And he must make his way to Jerusalem because it is not fitting for a prophet to die outside of Jerusalem. Jesus's lament over Jerusalem is a prophetic oracle. It predicts G uh, Jerusalem's uh, desperate future. Israel's guilt in killing the prophets was really a call to repentance. How often have I desired to gather your children together, and you were not willing, Jesus asked them in this lament. This image of gathering 
is an image of divine protection. So what Jesus is really saying is that Jerusalem has had a history of not repenting and that Jesus has come in order that they may repent and believe, even though he has offered this protection, this divine protection, they have rejected it. And they will reject it again in Jerusalem when Jesus comes. The Messiah is caught up in the will of God's saving purpose as he makes his way to Jerusalem. And yet there is a struggle with powers of evil that surround him. And then in chapter 14, we have the fourth conflict over the Sabbath observance. Four times now that we've, that we've heard about a Sabbath conflict. But hey, who's counting, right? Jesus has been invited to a dinner at the house of a Pharisee where they are, where they are watching him closely. So was it a true invitation? Or was it a plan to try to catch him off guard, making a mistake? Whatever the reason, the, the man with dropsy, or as we would know it today as uh, edema, he just appears right in front of Jesus. Whether he slipped in on his own or was brought in by some friends, we do not know. What we do know is he would never have been invited in by the Pharisees, for this man would be unclean. Jesus also asked the Pharisees and the scribes if it is lawful to heal on the Sabbath as they sit down to this Sabbath feast, and they do not reply. They remain silent. Nothing. No response. Jesus asked them this question because he knew their thoughts. And at this point, Jesus just heals the man with dropsy and sends him away. Jesus asks them a second question, and it's a fuller expansion of his first question. If one of you has a child or an ox that falls into a well on the Sabbath day, would you not pull it out? Again, the Pharisees and the scribes remain silent. It says they could not reply to this. Is this an example of the rejection of God's divine protection that Jesus just talked about at the end of chapter 13? The Pharisees and the scribes are being offered this salvation from God, even on the Sabbath. But instead of receiving it joyfully, like the people being healed, they remain silent, these Pharisees. They cannot answer. They will not answer God's offer of divine protection. Will we receive that offer? Well, I hope that you have a good reflection on this text today. Pray that God will bless your reflection and that God will bless your day.